Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about what happens when our expectations end up turning into manipulation. Now you may have heard that and thought, What the heck is she talking about? What do you mean my expectations become manipulation? Well, here's what I mean by that. There's a saying that says expectations are premeditated resentments. And I'm going to say that again. So listen carefully. Expectations are premeditated resentments. Oftentimes, we have expectations of people in our lives. These are not things that we tell them we need from them. They are just expectations that we have. It's almost like we think people should be able to read our minds or something. And when they don't read our minds, when they can't do it, and when they don't follow through with what we really need because we haven't told them that we needed it, we just expected them to know we needed it, then we become super resentful. So what ends up happening when that happens, if you're a people pleaser, is we tend to become very passive aggressive and we wish death thoughts on that person, right? Like how did that person not know this is what I needed? You know, we didn't say that we needed it, but we're still expecting someone to be able to read our minds. And what ends up happening is you end up on the cycle where you tend to end up giving more because you're trying to show this person like, look, this is all of the amazing, wonderful things that I do for you and you don't appreciate it. You take me for granted and you aren't even reciprocating. The problem is we get on this like hamster wheel of going round and round and round and spinning and spinning and spinning and nothing is getting done. And we're just becoming more and more angry and we're doing more things Instead of doing them just because we want to do them, to be nice and to give to the other person, we're actually doing it because we're trying to manipulate the outcome that we want. We think the more we do these awesome things for this person, they're going to just wake up and be like, oh yeah, you've been doing all of these really nice things for me, so now I'm going to turn around and do it for you, but that's not what happens. In fact, what we end up doing is causing the other person to want to run away Because it becomes like you're smothering that person and you look like you're needy to that person. When really, what you're trying to do is to get that person to understand what you've needed all along. But you're doing it in the wrong way. You're doing it using tactics that really are manipulative, whether you realize it or not. And I myself was really, really guilty of this in the last relationship I was in. I was like, this idiot doesn't know what I need. He wasn't really an idiot, but you know what I mean? Like, we're not speaking the same language right now, and he doesn't know what I want or what I need. And so if I just keep being nice, maybe he'll realize, hey, I need to do the same thing she's doing for me. I need to do that for her. But that was not how it worked at all. It totally backfired. I came across looking like a very needy person, and I wasn't. I was just trying to get this person to live up to my expectations that I had in my head of like how this should go, which is a a recipe for disaster, total recipe for disaster. The thing that I've always had an issue with in my relationships is speaking my truth. 
standing up for myself and saying what I want and what I need because I have always been this person. I don't know where it came from, but I've always been this person who thinks that you should be able to read my mind. Like you should know that that's what I need from you because that's just common sense. But some people really are oblivious, not because they're stupid or an idiot, but because you're not speaking the same language. They may have different needs than you. While one person may not need the same things you do, then they're not going to know, hey, this is what I need to do for this person because they don't know what your needs are. And if you continue to not voice it, never tell your partner, this is what I need, then they're never going to know and they're never going to have the opportunity. I think that a lot of people really do want to be able to make you happy and to please you, but a lot of people don't know how. When we set our boundaries, it's like we're teaching people how to treat us. So if you don't say anything when someone does something you don't like, then they're going to continue to do it because you didn't express, even though you're like this look on my face, the flames coming out of my ears, should have told you that I didn't like what you did to me, but it doesn't. Some people just don't get it. They don't understand that you're upset. Some people can't read facial expressions. Some people just, it's not that they don't care, but we're all really busy in life. And so sometimes people just really are not slowing down enough to really pick up on the subtleties that you're throwing down. Like they just aren't getting it, but that's our fault. We shouldn't expect people to read our minds or be able to tell what we're thinking and feeling at every moment. We have to be our own advocates. We have to speak up because when we don't do that, if we go to that which never works, by the way, and we know this, but we do it anyway. If we go back to those old patterns of, I'm just going to smother you in kindness until you realize that's what I want back from you, that's manipulation. Because then you're not doing it out of the goodness of your heart, and you're no longer doing it to be kind and because you want to show this person love. You're doing it because you want them to notice you, and you want them to pay attention to you and to give back to you in the same way that you gave to them. And that's when it becomes manipulation. And this is such a common theme and pattern and something that happens often in relationships, especially if you have always been the giving type. Because everyone, we all have this fallacy where we believe that everyone thinks and feels the same way that we do. And that's not true. It's really not true. It's more common that people don't think and feel the same way that we do. So by just assuming that everyone knows without actually having an explicit conversation, then we're setting ourselves up for failure because you're assuming something that you don't know to be true. You're assuming like, oh, it's common courtesy for you to do this. Well, you might know it's common courtesy, but the person you're with may not know. You grew up in two completely different experiences. You might have grown up in a household where your dad opened the car door for your mom and or maybe he bought you a rose on Valentine's Day to let you know that you were special. And you might have had a dad that was super caring and you saw all of that. And then you go and you date somebody who didn't have a dad like that. Maybe the dad wasn't around or maybe he was awful to the mom. You don't know. So maybe this person just not hitting you or not screaming at you is actually their way of being good in a relationship because they've only been modeled bad things. And that's not to excuse bad behavior, 
because we don't do that. I mean, it doesn't matter how someone's raised. If they're treating you poorly, get out. You don't have to put up with that. Nobody needs to put up with that. And we need to be teaching people how we want to be treated. And the thing is, kids, it's not your fault as a kid when something happens to you. It's out of your control. But as an adult, it's 100% your responsibility to fix what was broken in you as a kid. All of us have to. And that's like everyone here. I don't know of anyone who had a perfect childhood. I just don't. And even people who seem like maybe they had an idyllic childhood, they still have issues they have to work through. We all do. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But we have to take responsibility and do it. So if someone isn't treating you the right way, you either say, hey, I don't like the way you're treating me. Either stop it now or I'm gone. Or you just leave. You don't owe anyone an explanation, honestly. If they're being horrible to you, just leave. You know, I tell people this. I have a whole chapter in my book, Beautifully Broken, about online dating. And in one of the chapters, I talk about, you know, it's scary to be out there and to be dating online. And I liken it to jumping out of a plane without a parachute because it's just like this really strange, odd world that... I personally didn't care for, but you have to meet somebody somehow. When you get on these dating sites, you know, people lie all the time and it's really easy to do now with the internet. They can fake photos or, you know, whatever, or lie about their age, whatever they do. And I say to people who are experiencing online dating, I'm like, look, if you ever get to a situation and you don't feel comfortable, leave. You don't owe anyone an explanation. And I feel like this is another thing that's so wrong with our society. It's like we are taught we have to be polite to the detriment of ourselves. We're so polite to everyone else that we aren't taking care of ourselves. If you get in a situation where someone is a jerk, you know, and you know that right away, you're like, oh, I don't like this person. People will still sit through the entire date like, oh, well, I made an agreement to come here, so I have to suck it up and just sit here. But you don't. You don't ever have to sit through something where you don't want to be. It's totally your right. If you get somewhere and the feeling is just like, oh, I don't like this person or I don't get a good vibe, go. Don't stay. So many people get murdered. And I'm not kidding because they're too polite You always hear these stories. I watch these true crime shows all the time. And you see these stories of young girls who will open their door or whatever to people they don't know. And their kindness, being too polite, was actually what ended up causing them to lose their lives because they just didn't want to be rude. We need to be taught differently. It's okay to be rude when someone isn't respecting your boundaries. We have to teach people how we want to be treated. And that's especially true when you're just getting out there and trying to find someone to date. If somebody does something you don't like, let them know. And you don't even have to be rude about it. But, you know, if you make an agreement to meet somebody and they show up late and they're 10 minutes late, you know, like you can say, you know, I really would appreciate if you're on time. I hope this is not a regular thing. I understand if it happens once in a while, but my time is valuable and I don't want to sit here for 10 minutes waiting on you. Like, just figure out time. I don't get that with certain people, but I know. It's like, just figure out how a clock works and figure it out. I just hate when people dismiss something and go, well, I'm just always this. Like, okay, well, that's not okay in all situations. Like, you know how to be on time, so be on time.
And then just other things, you know, if somebody treats you in a way that you don't appreciate, let them know. Or if you need something from someone, I don't know why we've just been taught that people can read our minds because people cannot. And by having that expectation that you have this magical ability to communicate with someone telepathically, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. I have a twin sister, and that is probably the number one question we get is, can you talk to each other without talking? Like, can you, you just know what she's thinking? Or can you feel pain? Yeah, guys, I've heard maybe there are people out there who can. They're just not like that with us. And it's so annoying and obnoxious when people ask that question. It's like, no, I don't know what she's thinking. No, I don't feel pain whenever she's having pain. We're just like sisters who happen to be born on the same day. We don't have any kind of special magic powers, nothing like that. But the truth is, there are people out there who really do expect you to read their mind, like to know what they want. They're bad at communicating. Bad at communication can be so detrimental to a relationship. So if you have somebody who doesn't want to talk, doesn't want to tell you what they need, you've got to ask and you've got to... Have people speak up and let you know because we're not mind readers, okay? We cannot tell what someone else wants from us unless they express it. And in the same way for you, you've got to speak up, speak your truth, express what you need. Even Not even just relationships, but other people in your life, maybe with your siblings or maybe at work. There may be situations where you're just expecting people to step up because they know what you need and then you get resentful and angry and you start talking about them badly because they didn't know what you needed. Well, that's your fault. If you didn't express to somebody, this is what I need from you. And believe me, I've been guilty of it in the past. I also have been a person who just sat back like, you can read my mind, like look at my face. This is what I need from you. But people cannot. They just can't do it. And that's not a negative thing about that person. Like I said, we all have our own experiences. And what you may have experienced, another person may not. So if you're the person who, you know, when you were younger, your parents were always like, hey, step in and help. And so now when you're in a situation, you just step up and help because you've been taught as a kid, like, that's what you should do. You should always step in and help. But there may be other people who didn't have parents who said that to them, or maybe their parents never expected them to step up and help. So when they see you struggling to carry something or struggling to do something, it's not their natural instinct to go, hey, can I help? And I know that we're guilty of that because we'll sit and like stare down people and give them the side eye, right? The death look like, how dare you stand there and watch me struggle with all of this stuff and you never even once asked me to help or, or ask if you could help. But it's, you have to think about it. I mean, I did this whenever I would try to carry in all of my groceries. I've used this example before, but it's true. I have my arms full because I'm one of those people who I'm going to get every bag on the first trip. I don't want to make two trips. So I'm getting everything I can. Like it's an Olympic sport, this grocery carrying. I grab it all to the point that I'm about to break my back and I can't open a door because my hands are too full. Doing all of this, I look stupid, but it's my own stubbornness, like I'm not going to go back out to the car again. So I get everything in, and as I walk in with my arms overloaded with groceries, you know, my son's like, oh, did you need help with that? And I used to, 
be the type of person that would be like, really? Now you ask me? Like, they're already all in. But the one time I said, yeah, yeah, I could use help. And he came over and grabbed him. And then the next time when I came home, he like ran out to the car to get the groceries before I could even come in. And it wasn't that he's just rude, but I never asked him for help before because again, sometimes I'm too much of that. I have the whole world on my shoulders, right? I can take care of everything. I don't need anybody. And that's the wrong attitude to have too. Asking for help is not a crime. It actually shows strength for when you ask for help. So I'm now at the stage where I'm like, yeah, I need help. I need help. And then my kids are like, oh yeah, I'll help you. Like we were at a wedding the other night and we were helping the family of the bride, like put all the tables and stuff away, helping them like clear up, clean up the the reception hall. And my son just walks over and starts like cleaning up chairs and helping too. And nobody had asked him, but he just did it. But like I said, we have to tell people what we need. And all it took for me was to tell him one time. And now he's like every time like stepping up, like, what do you need help with? And that's how most people are. Like, usually if we tell them at least one time, then they know. Sometimes you have to do it more than once because we're humans and we forget. And if you have this attitude of, I shouldn't have to tell you. And believe me, With my ex-husband, I was terrible about this. I was so mad at him because he would see me. I would ask him to take out the trash, and he didn't do it. So then I would go to take the trash. I would go to throw something in the trash, and it was overflowing to the point if you threw something on it, it would fall on the floor. It was so full. So then I would get mad, and I would pull the trash bag out and angrily haul it to the dumpster in our apartment building. And I would come back in, and my ex would be like, well, I was going to do that. I'm like, really? When were you going to do it? And he goes, well, just needed reminding. I'm like, well, I think the reminder would be when you looked at the trash and it was overflowing or you tried to throw something away and it was overflowing and you didn't do it. And he's like, yeah, I just don't really think about things like that, though. He's like, but if you asked me, I would have done it. And we got into so many arguments over things like that when really it's just like, Growing up, his parents didn't expect him to do things like that. You know, they would ask him, but they didn't just expect him to just know when he was supposed to do things because he didn't, I guess, have regular chores. I don't know, something like that. So in the same way, you may be dealing with someone who just doesn't think about that you need the help. So instead of getting resentful or doing more nice things for that person to get what you want, which is manipulation, instead, try communicating. Just try sitting down with that person and saying, you know what, when you do this, it bothers me and I need you to do this. And people will tell you if they don't want to step up, they'll tell you that. They'll be like, no, no, this is too much for me. But I think most people who care about you, who truly love you, want to see you happy. They don't want to see you angry and miserable. And they're probably wondering, what can I do to make this better? Because they don't want to see you, you know, upset with them and ready to punch them like they don't want that they don't want to deal with your anger so instead of being resentful try speaking try speaking up for yourself advocating for yourself saying what it is that you need from that person you know that old saying you catch more flies with honey well to me that honey should be your communication you catch more flies if you are telling the flies what you need from them you know like hey 
if this relationship is going to be successful, if I'm going to be happy in it, then I need you to step up and I need you to do X, Y, and Z. Just express your needs, okay? Instead of doing the whole killing them with kindness to the point of manipulation, because it is manipulation, instead of doing that, just speak your truth. You will feel so much better if you speak your truth. You will have relieved this huge weight that's on your shoulders and your partner will be happy because they know what you expect from them and you don't have to be a mind reader anymore because I got news for you they are not a mind reader even when you are an empath and you're so connected to people you have to tap into someone really to understand what they want most people don't go walking around like I can read everyone's minds we just don't work that way because it would be horrible you wouldn't want to know what everyone was thinking all of the time so don't assume that somebody knows what you want or need from them speak up speak your truth you will be so glad you did all right guys well i wanted to pull a card for you so the card i pulled today is from the butterfly oracle card deck by doreen virtue and the card is grief work and the card the meaning is This card signals that your heart needs some healing from one or more issues. There's grief work to be done as a way of moving forward with your life. Already, you can think of how this specifically applies to you. Unhealed grief is compounded by each subsequent loss. Although it's uncomfortable to mourn and to cry, sometimes this is the only path to healing. That's why it's best to heal with an experienced grief counselor grief support group, or trauma-trained therapists. Loss is one of the more painful processes of change, yet it can also help us develop compassion and more appreciation for life. So the additional meanings for this card are that changes feel like a loss, a calling to be a grief counselor, performing a eulogy, or comforting a grief-stricken friend. All right, guys. Well, I hope that if you are going through grief, that you are processing it. Don't just stuff it down. It doesn't go away and it just gets worse the longer we let it lie dormant in our you know, subconscious. So it is very important that you deal with the grief that you are experiencing. I know my own mom right now is experiencing a great deal of grief because this process of going through chemo has been very rough for her and she's starting to lose her hair and It's just not a good thing. And I know she's slipping into depression. So we are, as a family, talking to her doctor about having her see a grief counselor because I really think she needs to talk to somebody, as we all do at times. And if you feel like you need healing, you know, a counselor is great. Sometimes even a spiritual counselor or spiritual teacher is a great person to work with because we pull on more than just the psychology. I've studied psychology for many years, but it's also great to have a spiritual aspect and background to help you as well. So if you are interested, if you need help, you can work with me. I have coaching sessions one-on-one, just sort of like counseling for some people. It just depends on what you're coming to me for. Some people come to coaching for help in finding direction or a purpose in their life, but some people come to me as more like counseling and and how do I move forward from a situation and 
that's also equally beneficial. It really is helpful. So don't try to tackle this alone. Find some help. You can reach out to me. A lot of people reach out. They say, I want to work with you. I need to heal through some issues, but I don't really know what I need. Just reach out to me. I love hearing from you, and I don't mind it at all. I do coaching sessions, Reiki sessions, past life regressions, and readings, and all of those things can be very healing. You can purchase a session directly through my website. When you want to schedule, just contact me. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, which has actually been such a great benefit because during this pandemic, I wouldn't have been able to work if I couldn't do it online. So it's very, very helpful. And it's more comfortable for you to be in your own home. And so we meet face-to-face. Your uh, sessions are recorded and you receive a link with a uh, video recording of your session so you can go back and even watch it later so it's a great thing don't hesitate to reach out also don't forget to follow me on social media i go live mondays on facebook at 6 30 central for a free card reading if you show up for the live i will pick a card for you personally also i post videos to igtv and i have free guided meditations on my youtube channel so check all of that out you can still purchase my book, Beautifully Broken, on Amazon, Goodreads, and Barnes & Noble. The links are in the show notes to this podcast, as are all of my social media links and my website links. So any way to get a hold of me, you can find in the notes to this podcast. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. I am sending you so much love and light from wherever you're listening, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.